Good evening. Welcome to the Snake River Lib podcast. This is your host, Phil, uh, the Snake River Lib. Um, I don't even know where to begin because there are so many different things uh, to talk about. We can talk, I think probably the, the, the number one thing, and of course we're going to be talking about COVID. Are you a little sick of talking about COVID yet? Um, I know I am, but it's important because it's a direct tie-in to your freedoms as well as government control of everything. So let's, before we get into COVID, I wanted to talk about, um, the Republican Party and how stupid they can be time and time again. Now, it's so blatant, their stupidity. Uh, and what I'm talking about, for those who do not know, is that yesterday, um, Mitch McConnell, the Senate Minority Leader, brokered a deal with enough Republicans to um, invoke cloture on a debt ceiling um, increase. So, uh, cocaine Mitch and 10 Republicans, uh, voted, uh, for cloture of a filibuster, um, as to, to, uh, allow for a debt ceiling increase to pass a uh, short term, uh, in to December. Now, there's a lot of people that are thinking that perhaps the reason McConnell did that is he didn't want to be able to give the Democrats the argument that that Republicans aren't willing to play ball, even though just as the day before he was saying, you know, this is their problem. They can fix it. They have 50 votes plus the vice president. Of course, the vice president, I think, was on her way out to California. So that could have been problematic. But what was stunning is before they actually had the vote, but after they'd gotten the the 11 Republican sellouts, most of them are the usual suspects. Uh, you know, you got uh, Murkowski and Collins and Romney and, and their ilk. But you also had a lot of uh, so-called moderate or more mod- moderate, conservative, you know, Roy Blunt of Missouri and John Thune of South Dakota and such. All these people who at one time were, were well, not Roy Blunt, but were branded as conservatives. For some reason, they sold out. You know, they, they, they just want to get along. You know, they want to be liked. They hate being hated. You know, that's one of the reasons why most of these people were, were um, never Trumpers is because, you know, they just wanted to be liked. Well, here's the problem. Immediately after that, uh, Chucky Schumer, the majority leader, because the vice president counts as the 51st vote, goes to the podium and proceeds to bash McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate. It was so bad that Manchin, you could see sitting right behind Chucky as he was doing this, first covers, puts his head in his hands, covers his face, and ultimately gets up and walks away. 
proof positive that you cannot ever, as a Republican or a conservative, be thought of in a positive light by these Democrat partisans. McConnell folded on the debt ceiling increase, kind of like uh, Biden folded on Afghanistan. You know, probably it had to be done. You know, we know that you can't let the government default. I get that. Um, but at the same time, he could have made it hard. He could have forced them to use reconciliation, if that was even possible. Heaven forbid the parliamentarians say, wait a minute, this is not actually spending money here. So this is not something that can be used, that reconciliation can be used. Can you imagine if the Senate parliamentarian had been put in that position and actually said, nope, not going to work? The howling would have been ferocious. That's what it is. Um, McConnell gave uh, Schumer, stupidly, a lifeline. And he took it, he wrapped it around McConnell's neck, and hurled him overboard. Him and the uh, other ten Republican sellouts. I don't even know what to say to that. Did you know um, that over in the Eisenhower office building in Washington, D.C., the executive branch office building, they have recreated sets of several rooms in the White House that they use for when um, President Biden gives his little speeches, etc. Instead of using the actual White House facilities. They say it's better lighting. My guess is that they have a in their facade of whatever the Oval Office or the press room or whatever. They can make it look like President Biden is looking right at the right at the American people. They feel like um, President Biden still has a connection, which perhaps he does. I, I you know, I mean, you know, he's kind of you know that. Starting to get senile, old, old relative, uncle, or maybe even a grandfather or something. However, his belittling of those who, for whatever reason, have chosen not to get vaxxed. Is a complete denial of science. For example... One of the things that Biden, President Biden said when he was out in Illinois, um, was that last night already? Wow, how time flies. He, he said that if you're vaccinated, you can't pass on the virus. Now, that is a blatant lie. His own CDC has stated, have done, they've seen the studies, and they have acknowledged that 
essentially all the vaccine does is make it much less likely that you're going to get seriously ill. But what the studies have determined is that the viral load is no different between somebody who's vaccinated and somebody who's not. Now, again, if you're vaccinated, you're more likely to not get as sick as somebody who is vaccinated. But that potentially makes it even more dangerous as if you don't have any symptoms without getting tested, your default position is going to be, I'm good to go. And so you're not going to get tested. Why? Because you've been vaccinated. When I was out driving about tonight, I was listening to uh, Joe Pags. And on the radio, and he was pointing out that You know, questioning what kind of a vaccine is it that those who are vaccinated are afraid of those who are not? Is the vaccine so weak that it's not an it's not an effective deterrent from COVID? To me, that's a very good question. We'll be right back. And we're back here on the Lib. Thank you so much for listening, by the way. I do always appreciate that. Um, If you haven't had a chance to like the Snake River Lib Facebook page, go and take a look and do so. That's I try to minimize my political content over on my personal page. Um, So Snake River Lib is where you want to look for any thoughts that I have throughout the day. Let's continue, shall we? When it comes to COVID, we're we're reaching a really bad bad tipping point here. Um, For example, there's... there's, um, hospitals are are becoming more crowded. Now, by the way, when I say that, remember that in many states, the numbers are going to be on the decline. Now, one of the things that they observed of the Delta variant variant in Europe is that it ran up a super high spike and then it, it essentially burned itself out. As all viruses, at some point... Will do. Now, how long that takes, I can't say. But in Europe, they did notice that trend after very high numbers. The numbers have gone down and are continuing to go down. And we're actually seeing that here in the United States as well. And so... As we go forward, 
you know, we should start seeing, we won't, of course, more freedom, not less freedom. The fact that the president went out and essentially gave these, these, these horrible speeches about people who are not vaccinated and all of this, that, and the other. Uh, it's, I don't even know what to say. You know, it's, it, it, it becomes rather frightening. Um, one of the things that we'd like to point out, just as a thought, during the, um, was it, eight, nine months, into the ninth month of uh, President Biden's, or eighth month of his presidency, more people have died from COVID than had died in 2020. Now, remember, because you should believe you know, your hatred if you voted for Biden because you just could not stand Trump. And I know that there are people that actually voted for Biden to vote for Biden. But I would suspect also that the tipping point for the election, well, besides the illegal um, balloting in several key states, I didn't say fraud, just illegal. But I think the tipping point, of course, was Republicans who just were tired of having to answer questions about Trump, even though they didn't like him. And, you know, I mean, and there's a lot to not like. You know, I didn't like him first either. He was a Democrat. He was pro-choice. He was a crude, you know, complete lack of morals, which, you know, that he was a Democrat. So there you go. Um should say a Democrat politician. You know, he fit right in. But you know what? When he decided to run as a Republican, he became a Republican. You know, um, justices on the Supreme Court, judges at all levels of, of the courts, um, He, being the first president to attend a March for Life live and do the speech rather than just watch it from the White House or, in the case of Democrats, you know, go out and celebrate by throwing some more money to uh, Planned Parenthood to kill those black babies. So... The president, President uh, Trump, and it's, of course, he is he who shall not be named when it comes to the Biden administration. They, I don't, I don't know that they can even say the word Trump. But after having worked so hard over the last eight months to throw out everything that President Trump did. We come back to this vaccine, and I posted a thing yesterday regarding a woman, a story over on The Blaze, one of my favorite sites. 
about a woman who literally died from the COVID shot. She had blood clot and it killed her ultimately. And I pointed out that had President Trump won the election, anybody that got sick from the vaccine, anybody that died, that could somehow be tracked back to the vaccine, those deaths would have been on President Trump. Make no mistake about it. And the fact is, is that, yes, we have surpassed Joe Biden has surpassed President Trump as the president responsible for killing the most Americans outside of a wartime. And there's not a lot he can do to point the finger at President Trump on that. These are mad times that we're living in. There's no question. Shortages are abounding. Um, more and more, you see the the videos and news reports of all these uh, car, uh, container ships out at sea waiting for their turn. Forgive me, because of a lack of uh, of uh, port workers as well as truck drivers to get the, the goods out of the ports and get them out uh, somewhere in the United States. So today, some economic news dropped. Uh, uh, they reported that there was uh, 194, 95,000 jobs created during the month of September. Expectations by the experts were over half a million jobs added, but not the low number of 194 or 95. The unemployment rate dropped down below 5%. And of course, that's what President Biden chose to trumpet. More people are going back to work. No, President Biden, when more people drop out of the workforce, then jobs created. The, you can't focus on the low number for unemployment because that simply means that a sizable number of people just quit looking for work. There are too many jobs. Because of that, it's, I mean, it really is the employee's market. So long as you've kept clean, so long as you've done, uh, you know, you've tried to get as much education as you can for the job that you're applying for, a uh, criminal record is either non-existent beyond traffic tickets or perhaps you've got some very good reasons and you can make a, make a case to somebody why they should hire you. And I have no problem, personally, with people who have 
serve their time. I, you know, it's so, so funny. We're probably going to plan an episode on this down the line, but it's so unfortunate that, that, you know, in the knee jerk of 9-11, we saw all sorts of things as necessary and fair. Now, of course, we're saying, what the freak did we do? You know what I mean? Nowadays, I'm more convinced than ever that we just need to get government out of the way. It's what John Galt says and in Atlas Shrugged, you know, get the hell out of my way. We need to get back to the basics, the basics of the Constitution, the basics of your individual liberties. We can speak and probably will at some point in the future a whole issue on, on your personal liberties, whether they're freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of religion. So we plan on doing that. But in the meantime, think about this. Inflation, which always accompanies over government overspending, overborrowing. The effect, of course, is the Biden inflation tax. Or maybe I should be generous and say the Biden-Schumer-Pelosi inflation tax. Now, mind you, some of the polls uh, and some of the networks with President Biden's disastrous touting the unemployment rate when when the, the uh, experts were so far off on job creation... Oh, look, unemployment's down. Woohoo! Yay! It's down the most since oh, since May of 2020, or March, March of 2020, pre-pandemic, when the country was at an all-time high. I wonder how the jobs, number of jobs looks, and more importantly, I wonder how um, how, how, how things are going for people out there. They've extended, they've expended uh, spending authority till December. They're going to hammer out a budget. Things are going to be no different in the budget, except for they may have upset fatally Cinnamon Mansion. And I'm going to just spend one minute talking about those two. It will call tonight. Joe Manchin's in a, a very weird place right now. He's he, Biden is immensely popular. Biden, President Biden is so unpopular that Terry McAuliffe, who's running for the governor of Virginia, which has trended blue um, over the last uh, several, several years. Terry McAuliffe doesn't want the president anywhere in Virginia campaigning for him. They've sent the word out to CNN, to MSNBC, that the young Kim, the uh, Republican challenger, 
or the Republican candidate for for uh, the governorship. You know, is making a lot of really deep, impressionable ads against McAuliffe. And so now the only redeeming, if you can even call it such, I don't think it was necessary, but the only redeeming thing, if anything, silver lining that you can find in Mitch McConnell's classic snafu is that you're not going to have federal employees sitting at home on soon-to-be-paid vacations where they'll have no vacation time taken off. Um, for their work outside of their offices. Yeah, things are bad. Things are bad. McAuliffe is in big trouble in Virginia. The Biden inflationary task tax is rolling and getting stronger and will continue to do so until hard decisions are made. And does President Biden seem like a president capable of making those hard division decisions? I'm not sure that he is. And sure enough, the Democrats will turn on him. Because remember, to Democrats, or to progressives, better said, to progressives, when their economic system fails, which it inevitably does, every time, Who's going to be left holding the bag? Anyway, thanks for listening. This is Snake River Lib. Remember, taxation, especially the insidious kind of borrowing way more than you'll ever be able to pay back, affects the poor the most. We didn't even get to talk about the... Uh, the soon-to-be-mandated from a UN near you, a uh, global corporate minimum income tax rate to make sure that tax haven nations are no longer where companies go to file their taxes. I suspect that will have a negative impact. It's the lib. Taxation is theft at all levels. See that you can't you you've got to stop you can't stop at half measures. It either is or it isn't. And truth be told, it is. Good night.